Welcome to episode 78 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hello, my friend. Welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Today is Monday. I want to talk to you about your spiritual life for just a couple of minutes. I was, I was late the other day. I couldn't believe I had missed it. It was already like at my house. It was 1130, which meant it was 1230 on the East Coast, and I had missed my sister's birthday. So the next day, I sent her a text, and she was turning 56 that day. She was 56, and I said to her, hey, here's the good news. The good news is you've got three more birthdays in your 50s. And then I realized, and I replied to her, and I have zero. I have no more birthdays left in my 50s. So the next one's going to be the big 6-0. And I started thinking about that. And, you know, when you get to be that age, you just start thinking about your life and, and things. And, and I'm so glad that I feel like I've done one thing. I've lived out the calling God put on my life years and years ago. Uh, to serve him in pastoral ministry. I, I feel like I've lived that out. Okay, so that's the one thing. There are other things that I have regrets for, things that I wish I had done, things that I wished I had achieved, an amount of money that I wished I had saved. I think we, we all feel that way toward the end of our life, uh, things that I wished I hadn't done. But I was looking at uh, my friend David Bush. He's got a book called Live an Extraordinary Life. And in the first chapter... He quotes Bronnie Ware, an Australian nurse who spent several years working in palliative care, tending to patients in the last 12 weeks of their lives. And she's, uh, she's written this article some years ago about the five regrets, the top five regrets of the dying. And when she wrote it, she didn't think a whole lot of it. it you know, she did it as a post online. And it literally blew up and millions of people read it. And it has just taken her on this journey. But I want to share with you what she says are the top five regrets of life, and hopefully you'll you'll hear these and you'll say, oh yeah, that, that's not my regret, so I don't have what are the top five. So let's see. Number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. You know, I think there's an element in all of these where I look at it and I think I say to myself, oh yeah, yeah, I found myself there. I was doing what... Uh, especially as pastors, right? We we tend to be people pleasers, you know, as a group, uh, as a population, and you know, we want to serve people, we want to help people, we want to encourage people, we want to sometimes make people happy, and uh, at the at the expense sometimes of our leadership. But I hope that we're not regretting that we haven't lived a life true to ourselves. If you're regretting. As John Maxwell quoted somebody else at some point as saying, you can't go back and begin it again, but you can begin today to make a brand new end and begin living the life that's true to yourself. Her second of the top five regrets of the dying, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Oh man, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Because ultimately, we work really hard oftentimes because we're finding our identity in our work. And when we, are, when we find our identity in other things and in other ways, we don't have to work so hard, particularly in being a child of God, right? We find our identity through what Jesus Christ has done for us and our relationship with God and with others because of God. The third top regret of the dying is I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. You know, 
Intention is one thing. Execution is another thing. Well, I always felt that way about them. Yeah, but did you ever tell them? Well, I think they would, they would know how I feel. Yeah, but what if they don't know how you feel? What if you, because you've never told them, they never knew? So one of the top five regrets of the dying, I wish I had expressed my feelings more, that I had the courage to express my feelings. Don't assume that somebody knows how you feel about them. Express affirmation, appreciation, encouragement. Express those feelings. Number four, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. You know, that's one thing that I've, I've really tried to do. I think I've probably done more so than others because I basically have one friend who has intentionally stayed connected with me. More, he's reached out to me more than I've reached out to him. And it's not that I didn't want to reach out to him. You know, we, in the busyness of life, we can only manage so many relationships and we just don't have time. And if we knew, knew them 25 or 30 years ago, we, you know, we're just, we don't keep up with everybody. But Tony, and Tony know, knows who he is, Tony has always stayed connected with me. For whatever reason, out of the goodness and love in his heart, he, he'll just reach out to me and he'll say hello. He'll just call me up. One day, I mean, the guy lives in Georgia and I live in, in Iowa. One day, he showed up at my church. He's just like, there he is. He's just, and it wasn't on a Sunday. It was during the week. And then there he is. He's at, he's at my office door. It was fantastic to see him. One of the regrets of the dying is they wish they'd stayed in touch with their friends. You got a friend that maybe you should give a call to today? Send a text to at least, reconnect with. And then the fifth one is, I wish that I had let myself be happier. I wish I'd let myself be happier. Man, we get down on ourselves, don't we? We can always see, even if we're optimists, we can get into these stretches where we are always seeing the glass half full. I was just listening to a podcast, The Courageous Pastors Podcast. I think that's the name of it, Sean Lovejoy. Uh, Sean with a W. Uh, look him up, man. That That is a great podcast. I was out, uh, walked several miles this afternoon, uh, found that podcast. Uh, he was on the Unseminary podcast with Rich Birch. And so I searched for him and found his podcast and listened to like three or four of it, the episodes while I was out. Fantastic. Sean Lovejoy. Anyway, he was talking about, we've got to look at the numbers we have in our church right now and realize that that's the number we have in our church. And it's not, oh, we're down 50 or we're down 100 or we're down 2,000 from pre-pandemic. No, 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 no. Let's start. Let's start over. This is the number. And next week, if we have 10 more, we're up 10. We're not like oh, now we're only 40 down from pre-pandemic. He just said, no, just just start out now with what you have. Call that the new, the new baseline and go from there. And so this, this fifth regret, I wish I'd let myself be happier. Sometimes we, you know, we just, and we're, we're in a negative society. We're in a very critical society, you know, a polarized society. And, and we contend in that direction in our mind without meaning to just because it's the air we breathe and the culture that we're in. So let yourself be happier. One of the top five regrets of the dying is they didn't let themselves be happier. Wow. 
So again, just real quick, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I'd stayed in touch with my friends. I wish that I had let myself be happier. Which one of those, which one of those do you need to just kind of grab onto today and lean into that so that that's not going to be one of your regrets? Because you know what? It's not about regrets, right? It's really about the purpose God has given us to live. And have we lived out the calling that he's given to us? So your spiritual life, hey, spiritual life, emotional intelligence, you know, your psychological health, they're, they're all so intertwined. And if we live out the calling that God has for us, we are going to be spiritually healthy. Hey, I hope you have a great rest of your Monday, and I will, I will see you tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.